Rachel Logal Carmichael, thank you very much for taking my call. Thank you. Good to be here. Now, Save the Children has come up with some very troubling research on the refugees that are crossing from the Ituri province of the Democratic Republic of Congo into Uganda. Uh, tell me more, what's going on with these uh, refugees, and particularly the children? So uh, Save the Children has recently completed this, uh, this research, as you said, to, uh, to speak with uh, children and families who are arriving from uh, the, the Ituri region of uh, the Democratic Republic of Congo. And uh, what we've seen is uh, a large scale of, of displacement over the months since uh, December of 2017, so just the last few months. It's been quite startling, uh, the, the numbers who have crossed the border. Uh, the, the rationale for uh, for their departure from the country is there's uh, some conflict between uh, the Hema herders and the Lendu farmers uh, in that area. So ethnic groups who had uh, had clashed in this area many years ago around uh, uh, the war that uh, ended in 2003, but we're seeing uh, increased tensions, uh, in particular over land uh, that uh, are escalating. Um, in addition, there's quite a lot of militia activity in the eastern part of the Democratic Republic of Congo, and uh, there have been increased tensions as well of late due to uh, the political situation across the country. So all of these factors have uh, caused uh, many uh, thousands of people to, uh, to flee over the border. And what is the condition, what are the stories that you're hearing from them once they get to these refugee camps in Uganda? So we, we, the, the, the research that uh, our teams undertook uh, assessed both uh, the journey of the children and their families uh, from uh, when they departed uh, the Congo and as well as their situation as they arrive in, in the Congo and, and uh, in, in Uganda. And as you said, uh, quite startling uh, results that, uh, that were found. Uh, one of the things that uh, was identified that uh, 10% of, of the children interviewed indicated that they had been raped, and they also identified a series of other issues uh, and risks that, uh, that had occurred uh, in the journey from the Congo to Uganda, including uh, high levels of hunger, high levels of sickness, uh, many uh, children who had been assaulted by uh, armed groups, many of the children who had gotten lost, and, and so, as you can imagine, uh, those who have arrived uh, on the Uganda side, uh, there's quite a bit of, of uh, stress and trauma from that journey. Hmm. How far do they have to walk or travel to get from the areas of DRC where they reside to Uganda? Uh, it's varying depending on where they're coming from, but certainly several days. Many are crossing over bodies of water that separate uh, DRC and Uganda, and so uh, the factors that relate to that, uh, you know, of, of of that journey of the potential that they, the, you know, what direction to go in. Uh, one of the concerns for Save the Children in particular is uh, the cases of, of children who have been separated from their families or who are crossing the border uh, on their own. And so um, we ensure that within our programming on the Uganda side of the border that uh, we're addressing uh, the specific needs of unaccompanied and separated children, and that includes ensuring that they have uh, access to a safe space, 
uh, that they're eventually able to uh, be put in, in a foster care situation, so uh, cared by uh, other refugees in the area who would receive support to, to house these children. But ultimately, uh, our hope also is to reunite uh, these children with the parents. And so, um, thankfully, there have been a few dozen children that have been reunited with their parents, uh, though there are many who are coming across the border who are unaccompanied. How old are these children? There's a variety of ages. The, the 2,800 uh, unaccompanied and separated children that, um, we, that have been identified uh, in, in this area of Uganda are mostly the age of, seven, excuse me, of 11 to 17. And, uh, and, and so uh, many have uh, fled without their parents and some lost the parents along the way. In total, how many uh, refugees uh, have you seen uh, in in the last few months coming over the border? So since December, there have been 73,000 uh, people who have crossed the border, and uh, that's been quite uh, quite a scale up. Uh, when when uh, Save the Children Canada uh, started to respond in in January, the numbers were only uh, in the the nine to ten thousand range. So we've seen a really significant scale up uh, over the last month. And for our concern in particular is uh, that 60% of those refugees uh, are our children. And are they uh, from uh, one particular ethnic group or uh, it's a mix of uh, various ethnic groups? It is a mix uh, of, of different ethnic groups. Uh, there's uh, you know, uh, rich, um, rich ethnic ethnicity across uh, Eastern DRC, and so people are leaving for different reasons, uh, as I mentioned. And so uh, those who are coming together displaced are, are, are coming from uh, various areas and from different backgrounds. So what kind of challenges does this present when you have, uh, for example, children uh, from various ethnic groups uh, that might have actually been fighting each other in the DRC and you have to, uh, you know, uh, care for them in Uganda? Well, part of the programming that Save the Children does is centered around uh, uh, what we call a child-friendly space, and it's, it's, a, it's an opportunity for children to come together, and, uh, and it, we, we are able to uh, access and provide services to them, but it also gives a chance for uh, possibility of social cohesion through uh, the opportunity for play. And so many children who have been traumatized uh, when, when given the opportunity to play or to access programming to address uh, some of this stress or trauma uh, can really you know, easily recover from, from what they've seen. But if it also has benefits of allowing for uh, different groups of people who would not uh, normally uh, be together, then uh, really uh, this is a great opportunity to, to, to look at uh, opportunities for, for peace building. Now, of course, um, rape has been used as a weapon of war in Congo for uh, decades now. What kind of care uh, is available for these uh, children who have been victims of sexual assault? Uh, it is it is quite concerning uh, that the, the the lack of services in uh, in this area um, of of the country. We 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 certainly must commend uh, the government of Uganda for you know opening its doors uh, to refugees uh, in this area and across the country. Uh, but this is an area that uh, you know there there whilst there were refugee camps, there are not uh, a lot of services to uh, host this many uh, this many people, and so. 
um, to address needs like sexual violence, uh, it's, it's really critical that we, we put in place uh, the, the services or connect uh, the refugees and refer them to services. So, um, for example, Save the Children uh, supports uh, many uh, children who have experienced uh, sexual violence with case management and allows for uh, a systematic approach to uh, supporting them to receive the services that they require. But uh, certainly uh, from the research that has been done uh, by Save the Children over the last few months, uh, this, uh, the, the, the cases of sexual violence it's, are quite concerning. Um, we, we identified that uh, even um, currently there have been several incidences reported each week around the settlements, at least three in the last few weeks of, of cases of, of sexual violence within, within the camp setting, uh, which is quite concerning. Yeah, so the, these children uh, are facing sexual violence not just on their way to Uganda, but in Uganda itself around the camps. That's right, and and, and the, as you say, the journey has been quite difficult. But uh, you know, the the what the future looks like is is also uh, potentially concerning uh, for Save the Children. Uh, we we want to promote uh, access to education as soon as soon as possible. So similar to um, our work uh, in the child friendly spaces uh, and trying to create a sense of normalcy uh, as soon as possible, we also feel that uh, education is an important way to do that and to ensure that uh, children's education uh, isn't uh, impacted by, uh, by their displacement. And so uh, many, many children are concerned that they uh, won't have access to school uh, in the future because of um, the lack of services in the area. Uh, most of the um, early childhood uh, development centers which are in the area are in quite poor condition and uh, they don't have proper classrooms or, or learning materials, which means that you know, there's an investment to be made to ensure that children uh, in the, the preschool age group as, as well as in, in the formal education age group uh, have access to, uh, to those services. What can you do in in kind of more practical uh, terms uh, to prevent sexual violence against these uh, children, uh, girls? Uh, you know, when it, when they have to step out of the camp to collect wood, to collect water, um, is there? Uh, what are some of the practical steps that are you know you can take to protect them? Mm -hmm. I think it's important uh, to understand, you know, where uh, and why uh, the, 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 the violence is happening. And so within our research, we're able to identify um, you know, the children indicating that uh, the majority of uh, the instances that happened uh, when they were collecting wood or water uh, or on the way to school or playing uh, around uh, the settlement. And so uh, ensuring that uh, those uh, access routes or the camp itself is safe, it's well lit, uh, there's um, opportunities to uh, you know, uh, raise awareness uh, about you know, children traveling together or parents ensuring that they are aware of where their children are uh, is quite important to uh, reduce those security risks uh, and exposure then for, for children to experience that. Now, of course, um, the, the conflict in the DRC is one of the uh, most underfunded um, conflicts in terms of uh, humanitarian needs uh, of, of its victims. Uh, Canada, of course, has uh, this feminist uh, 
international and development policy, what would you like to see Canada do in this uh, on this issue? Well, we, we as Save the Children have been quite fortunate to receive funding through uh, Global Affairs Canada and the Humanitarian Coalition to respond to the crisis uh, in, uh, in uh, western Uganda where the, the refugees have arrived from the DRC. Uh, however, there, there are cases across the DRC, pockets of violence as well, and, and other um, areas of conflict. And so, you know, the region in general, uh, there are, are, are many issues which, um, you know, the Canadian government, uh, if there's opportunity for influence uh, and and work with with the various governments in the in the regions to uh, you know promote peaceful resolution of these issues. Uh, that's an area that uh, we would encourage um, uh, you know that that diplomatic support. Now you yourself are planning to travel to the DRC in the coming days. Can you tell me uh, where you're going and what's the uh, the focus of your uh, trip? Absolutely. So I will be traveling to uh, the southern region of uh, the Democratic Republic Congo into the Kasai region. Uh, this is an area that uh, has a more recent uh, flare-up of conflict. Uh, you know, in the history of DRC, there have been many decades of war, but the southern part of the country uh, typically had uh, quite a stable um, situation. So only in the last uh, year and a half uh, has there been uh, clashes uh, uh, between militia groups and uh, the government as well, which has caused uh, many hundreds of thousands of people displaced in that area. And so uh, my mission to that area, we will be um, working with our, our team uh, in, in uh, the Kasai uh, region uh, on uh, child protection activities, uh, uh, education and emergency activities, as well as uh, nutrition support to address uh, a lot of needs of, of children who have been displaced internally within uh, within the, the DRC. Well, good luck with your uh, work and safe travels, and would love to speak with you once you're there or when you have reliable access to uh, telephone or Internet. Absolutely, we'd love to do that.